You are listening to the Hope of Israel Baptist broadcast, and we want to thank you so very much for joining us today. As we watch prophecy unfold on a daily basis, the world is searching for answers, and the nation of Israel needs true friends now more than ever before. Please stay tuned with us for today's broadcast as we will be focusing on news in the Middle East, Bible prophecy, and why America should never turn her back on God's chosen people. And now, here is our radio host, Dr. K. Daniel Freed. Welcome to another wonderful opportunity to listen to the Hope of Israel Baptist broadcast. I'm so glad that you are tuning in today, this uh, wonderful Monday. I hope that you're happy in the Lord. And uh, if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, God, and Redeemer, I pray that today will be the day, the greatest day of your eternity when you receive him and receive forgiveness through his blood that he shed on your behalf. You can have eternal life. Your name can be written in the Lamb's Book of Life, but you're going to have to humble yourself before the mighty hand of God and call out to God. And the Bible says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And are you willing to turn from your wicked way? That is the first thing. And you say, well, how can I turn? I'd say you can only turn if there is godly sorrow in your heart that you have sinned and offended a holy God. And that will work a repentance in your heart, the turning. And then the Bible says that you will turn to God. You will turn to God and repentance toward God and faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ. Anyway, dearly beloved, if you are saved and you're rejoicing in the wonderful, manifold blessings of Almighty God, the multiplicity of promises, you know, um, I believe it was uh, the preacher Lachair who counted over 3,000 promises in the Bible. 3,000 promises in the Bible. Can you imagine counting 3,000 promises? Well, you wouldn't be complaining about anything, that's for sure. Now, not all the promises are applicable to us today, but many of them are, and we could claim many of those promises today. So I want you to consider the fact that uh, uh, we are facing a time where the great argument and debate and feud, you might say, about whether the land that is called Israel today is actually the land that God promised the Jewish people. I mean, that's what the whole thing is about. The Arabs claim that that land over there, that piece of land which the Romans, in order to rob identification for the Jews, forced them and geographically on maps called it Palestine. They wanted to kidnap the identification that rightfully belongs to the Jewish people, but that land is not called Palestine, according to the Bible. 
If you know the Bible, if you read the Bible, you know it's not called Palestine. What is it called, ladies and gentlemen? It's called Israel. That's exactly right. <laughs> yes. Some years ago, uh, early on in the uh, history of the Hope Israel Baptist broadcast, I was preaching a series of messages regarding Joseph and how God used uh, the Jew to save the whole world uh, physically, monetarily speaking, uh, from starvation. And, of course, he used Joseph and raised him up. And he was a savior of the world in, in the sense that he was a small S savior, of course, uh, not a spiritual savior like uh, the Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the Jewish Messiah for the world. But the fact is that uh, I was preaching uh, into uh, Egypt in particular and some of the Middle Eastern countries, which uh, uh, no doubt there are some uh, even now are listening uh, via some uh, different venues that are get the radio and shortwave and listen from the internet and so forth. But uh, I was preaching on a series of Joseph, um, and I had told them that, um, you know, they're battling over a little uh, like one-eighth of the land that God promised the Jews. I mean, this is what's incredible. Now, if God was to give all the land back to the Jews Today, uh, we wouldn't have Lebanon, we wouldn't have Syria, we wouldn't have Jordan, and we wouldn't have parts of Egypt. That's exactly right. Now, according to the Bible, the King James Bible, it tells us very clearly in Genesis chapter 15, in the same day, the Lord made a covenant with Abraham, saying, Unto thy seed have I given this land from the river of Egypt unto the great river the river Euphrates. Now, that river of Egypt is commonly known uh, as the Nile River. So just keep in mind now, all the way down to the Nile River and stretching to the river Euphrates. And, uh, and what I'm going to show you here as you uh, hear the boundaries that God promised the Israelites, what their uh, boundaries, what the border for the land that God promised them was indeed, we call it the promised land, you're going to find out an incredible uh, size of the land and also what it kind of looks like. And I'll, I'll mention this after I read these wonderful verses from the Bible. So according to Genesis 15, 19, it continues to say the Kenites and the Kenazites, there's a lot of ites here we're going to read about, and the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Perizzites and the Riphaims and the Amorites and the Canaanites and the Gergesites and the Jebusites. And uh, they were a sore sight in the eyes <laughs> of the Israelites. In fact, they were a thorn in their side. And uh, the Israelites did not obey God fully, did not totally destroy the enemy that God told them to totally wipe out. Uh, and as a result, uh, some of these ites became sore sights in their eyes and became a thorn in their side. And according to Exodus chapter 23 and verse 31, the Bible tells us, and I, that's God now, and I will set thy bounds from the Red Sea, even unto the sea of the Philistines, and from the desert unto the river. For I will deliver the inhabitants of the land into your hand, and thou shalt drive them out before thee. According to Deuteronomy chapter 1 verse 7, 
Turn you and take your journey and go to the mount of the Amorites and unto all the places nigh thereunto in the plain, in the hills and in the vale and in the south and by the seaside to the land of the Canaanites and unto Lebanon, unto the great river. There you go, the great river. And then the, the Bible says the river Euphrates and hopping further along in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 11, verse 23, then will the Lord drive out all these nations. You see, it's God that's in charge here, ladies and gentlemen. It's God that has given this land to the Jews. So why are we... Why are people blaming the Jews for all this stuff going on? It is God that you have to take this up to. God gave them this land. And you can say a hearty amen even if it hurts you. And if you have a hard time saying amen, you better just say, oh, me, because this is going to happen. And one day the Jews are going to get all their land. So you better get used to it now. So the Bible says that... Then will the Lord drive out all these nations from before you, that's before the Israelites, the Jews, and ye shall possess greater nations and mightier than yourselves. Hear that? Every place whereon the soles of your feet shall tread shall be yours. From the wilderness and the Lebanon, from the river, the river Euphrates, you see the emphasis over and over and over again? Even unto the uttermost sea shall your coast be. So when you look at the land, as I've described from the Bible, you can see it as a triangle or as a pyramid, starting from Ur the Chaldees, going up to Haran, and, of course, we know according to Genesis, that's where they migrated up to Haran, which is probably near, close near Turkey and within the borders of Turkey. And then God stretches that all the way down to the river, the Nile River, the river of Egypt. And then you stretch a flat line on the bottom, south, southern side, and it goes all the way back. So what you have is a triangle, a pyramid. Isn't that amazing? It is amazing. I'll just kind of throw this in for good measure. I don't know if you've ever studied about the Great Pyramid. Even to this day, no one really knows for sure who built the Great Pyramid. Now, we know that the other pyramids were built primarily by the slaves of the Israelites, uh, them being the Israelites. Uh, they were the slaves, and they toiled, and we know the story of of uh, the bondage of 400 years or more, and how God delivered them, and Passover, and how God uh, gave, gave them deliverance, and of course, we know that was a prophecy of the Messiah coming one day to be their Passover lamb. Yes, indeed, he gave them great deliverance, and one day he will give the nation of Israel great spiritual deliverance when they repent and acknowledge their transgression, and acknowledge their great offense. And that was the rejection of their Messiah. But one day, the good news is, ladies and gentlemen, all Israel shall be saved. So this is the reality. Even the Great Pyramid, which many of us who studied this and researched this have come to the at least opinion that the Great Pyramid was created by the wisdom of God through Job himself.
but that would take a lot of uh, analysis to and discussion and and teaching about that. And a lot of research would have to be uh, given out. Point I'm trying to make is that the Great Pyramid is really a perfect structure, and I believe it was God's way of telling the world about the shape of the promised land. And uh, truth be known, as you study even New Jerusalem and how big that is, you'll come to also a conclusion that it turns out to also be somewhat of a pyramid as you look from the sky. Actually, a pyramid, when looked from the sky miles up, looks like a four-square structure. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is all we have time for today. If you'd like to email us, you can email us at office at zionews.com. Again, that's office at zionews.com. If you'd like to call us, then you can call us at 844-644-4426. There's a lot of fours in there, but it's 844-644-4426. Or if you want to remember it easily, it's 844-644-HIBM. And you can give us a call if you have a question, if you have a comment, and if you'd like to make a donation, then let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Until tomorrow now, may the Lord richly bless you. You have been listening to the Hope of Israel Baptist broadcast with Dr. K. Daniel Freed. And we pray that today's program has been an encouragement to you. If it has, please contact us and let us know you're listening. If you are of Jewish descent and would like to know more about the new covenant prophesied in the book of Jeremiah chapter 31, or maybe you're curious as to why true Bible-believing Christians have always supported Israel, please contact us. As a token of our love and appreciation, we would like to give you a beautifully bound Hebrew-English new covenant referred to as the New Testament. This Prophecy Edition Bible will be a great addition to your library and it will help you understand why those who believe in Yeshua HaMashiach, the Lord Jesus Christ, have always loved, supported, and prayed for Israel. 